Welcome back to the Squared Sports Podcast. I'm the host of this podcast, Lane Frank. We're now episode 135. Yes, for 135 episodes through, and I got action-packed episode planned for you. NFL is back. College Ball Week 2 coming up underway. MLB playoff races on. U.S. Open final coming up on Sunday. And so much more. Stay tuned for action-packed episode 135. Let's hop into it. We'll start off episode 135, how we always do with the headlines in the NBA. Not too much NBA news going on, the James Harden saga, Damian Lillard saga. Those things don't seem to be ending anytime soon. But FIBA basketball currently going on. We saw the USA lose to Lithuania, then still advance off the group stage, beat Italy in dominating effort, and then Lithuania loses, and then Slovenia loses. So those teams are out. Luka Doncic's team is done. Lithuania and Jonas Valanciunas, they're done. USA moving on to the semifinals. That's something to look out for. Good for FIBA. Let's hope USA can win that. They already punched their ticket to Paris for the next Olympics, but USA basketball on top right now. Let's see if they can win it all for the FIBA World Cup. Now, in the NFL, week one is about to come underway, and I couldn't be more excited, everybody. Nick Bosa finally got his extension done today, and that is great to hear if you're a 49ers fan. If you're a 49ers fan, watch this episode. You'll see why later. Nick Bosa, though, massive contract form. That's amazing. One of the highest paid, if not the highest paid, defensive player of all time. Well-deserving of it, Nick Bosa. Another guy on the defense end who hasn't gone his contract yet is Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones, brother of John Jones, maybe the best man on the planet. Chandler Jones said, hey, I want to get my contract. They're not giving to me. And now they don't even let me go work out in our team gym. He texts Josh McDaniels and he posted that he texted Josh McDaniels like, this is crazy. I should be able to go work out in my team gym and not have to go to a Planet Fitness or whatever, somebody else to go work out. I'm an NFL player. Let me do that. So a little bit confusing right there by Chandler Jones. Will he get re-signed? Will he not? It's up 50-50 right now. Chris Jones, another guy for the Chiefs. They don't really need him until come playoff time, but they would like to have him before that. Chris Jones, one of the best defensive tackles in the game, still doesn't have a contract. So that's a little bit interesting right there. That's really about it for the news in the NFL. Obviously, we have a great NFL season coming up. Obviously, hot takes come out for the NFL season. Squared Sports Game Day, making a return next segment. So stay tuned for that. But that's about it for the news in the NFL. Let's move to MLB, where we had an interesting week. It started off with the waivers. You see Lucas Giolito getting waived by Los Angeles Angels and getting moved over to the Cleveland Guardians. Doesn't do anything there. Cleveland Guardians waived Noah Syndergaard. He didn't do anything. Mets waived Carlos Carrasco. Then they had to bring him back because he cleared waivers, sadly, as a New York Mets fan. But for the Angels, they went all in at the trade deadline, and it didn't pay off. So most of those guys cut right now. Randall Gritchick waived. Lucas Giolito waived. They traded these guys. Dominic Leone waived. Good for teams like the Mets. Good for teams like the White Sox. They got good prospects for these guys, and they didn't really lose anything in return. But for the Angels, a head case. Shoyo Otani, this whole situation is going to be a head case to come for the offseason. Another team that's a massive head case right now, you could say, is the Texas Rangers. They're out of playoff contention for the first time since April. They were in first place for what seemed like the whole entire season. Then they went to second, and now they're in third. Max Scherzer, can his squad get things going? Let's move to soccer. We got a little bit of news going on. For La Liga, you got Real Madrid, the top of the Spanish league, and they've been struggling a little bit without Vinicius Jr. who's injured, but Jude Bellingham has been absolutely on a tear as of late, looking like he's easily going to cruise to a 10-goal season, maybe even 20-goal season for the center attacking midfielder, but still, Jude Bellingham going off right now, only 19 years old, absolutely done amazing so far in his young career at Real Madrid. A team not doing so great right now is Manchester United. They lost another game on Sunday, to Arsenal. So, really bad right there for Manchester United. They can see it twice in extra time. So, yeah, not great by Manchester United right there. 
I picked them to win the Champions League this year. Not looking so great for me right now. Let's move to the U.S. Open to close out our headlines. U.S. Open obviously been great tournament so far. Talked a little bit about it earlier. I got to see Ben Shelton play two matches. I saw him play against Ozan Carr at 7 in the third round. And then Tommy Paul in the round of 16. And he is box office. He is show business. He is electric. His whole box is electric. His dad, amazing coach at Florida, decided to retire this year to be Ben Shelton, his son's coach. And Ben Shelton looks at his box after every point, gets encouragement every single point. That's who you want to see. Great player, great person, you could say. He's in the semifinals of the U.S. Open after defeating fellow American Francis Tiafo. I saw Novak Djokovic play against uh, Goyo from Croatia. Novak Djokovic had a little bit of a struggle in the third round, going down two sets love, and they ends up dominating to win that 3-2. But Novak Djokovic will go up against Ben Shelton. Kos Alcaraz placed tonight against Alexander Zverev to meet Daniel Medvedev in the semifinals. That's about for the U.S. Open talk. Obviously, championship will be on Sunday. We're going to recap the whole entire tournament coming up next episode on 136. That's about for the headlines this week. Leave thoughts in the comments. Now, the time has come. A legendary segment has returned. Maybe the oldest segment in the history of this very young Squared Sports Podcast. It's season four of Schoolyard Sports NFL Game Day, and I couldn't be more excited to share with you new viewers, new listeners. Squared Sports NFL Game Day is where we pick the top NFL games from each week, and then we see how we do. So let's hop into it. First game, Thursday night football. The Detroit Lions will take on the reigning champions, Kansas City Chiefs. Detroit Lions, good squad. Jared Goff at quarterback. Good running back system they got going. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery. Great wide receivers in the Monroe St. Brown. Good new rookie, Sam Laporta. I just think they're a little bit too inexperienced right now. I have the Lions having a great season. Doesn't start right here. Let's go Chiefs. They win game one over the Detroit Lions to start out our NFL season. Dolphins versus Chargers. Tua Tagovailoa and Justin Herbert. These guys have seemed to shadow each other their whole careers in college, in the NFL draft, and now, obviously, in the NFL. Dolphins, Chargers. I think the Chargers... Take a little bit of time to get used to that Kellen Moore offense. So I got the Dolphins winning this one over the Los Angeles Chargers. Jalen Ramsey starts out his campaign great. Xavier Howard plays well. Defense plays well. Tua plays well. Running backs, I think that's what they need to figure out right now. Running game for the Dolphins, not there yet. But still, Dolphins win this game over the Chargers. Bengals versus Browns. Bengals, Joe Burrow, we don't know if he's going to play in this one. Jamar Chase, does he play well without Joe Burrow? For the Browns, you've got Deshaun Watson. Can he rebound after interesting season last year? Interesting past few seasons. Nick Chubb, maybe the hardest man football tackle ever. Can he play well in this one? Good receiving core, Amari Cooper, good tight ends. I like the Browns in an upset right here over Cincinnati Bengals in this AFC North battle. Tampa Buccaneers versus uh, Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings have a lot to prove this season. Tampa Buccaneers might be one of the worst teams in the NFL. I'm going to go with Minnesota Vikings. Sorry, Baker Mayfield. You don't win this one. Let's go Vikings over the Buccaneers. Now, my New York football giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. This going to be a good one. Dak Prescott, can he play well in this one? I don't think so. I like Daniel Jones. I like Saquon Barkley. I like a young rookie in Jalen Hyatt to control this game. Darren Waller, watch out for him. Giants get a big upside right here in week one over the Dallas Cowboys. 49ers Steelers. I think this might have potentially be the best game of the week because you've got Kenny Pickett and George Pickens, Najee Harris on one side, and then you got Brock Purdy on one side, Nick Bosa for the defense. Good running back core, Christian McCaffrey. Great receivers led by Debo Samuel. I think the 49ers are too much, but this is going to be a good game. Mike Tomlin versus Kyle Shanahan. That's coaching battle dream. I like the 49ers in this one, though, over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Packers 
versus the Bears. Let's go Packers. I like the Cheeseheads up in Green Bay. Win this one over the Chicago Bears. Still showing that, hey, we're still boss over you. Even though Aaron's gone, we're still superior to you. Let's go Jordan Love starting out that era, right? Aaron Jones, friend of the show. He plays well in this one. Jordan Love wins this one. Packers over Bears. Raiders versus Broncos. I have the Broncos win this one. Raiders, it's going to take some time to get the wheels going. Josh Daniels, controversy around him this week. Chandler Jones, probably not going to play in this one. Jimmy Garoppolo, how does he do? The receivers, Devontae Adams, that's great. Josh Jacobs, that's great. But for Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Javante Williams, and the biggest piece of them all, Sean Payton, that's too much. Give me the Broncos in this one over the Las Vegas Raiders. Eagles versus Patriots, the reigning champions going up against the seven-time, or maybe five-time, six-time champions, New England Patriots. Bill Belichick, this might be your time. If you don't do well this season, it's time to think, hey, maybe you're just overrated without Brady. Maybe you're assistant coach and Brady wasn't the system quarterback. Those things might come true this season. Let's go right here. Eagles over the Patriots. Jalen Hurts, too much. I want to see how the run game does in this game. DeAndre Swift, no more Miles Sanders. I want to see how the run game does. Eagles over Patriots. In the final game of the week, our final game of the week, Monday Night Football, the Bills versus the Jets. The Jets' defense has a chance to be legendary. They said they want to be legendary. Robert Sala wants his defense to be legendary. Joe Douglas has put together a legendary type of defense for years to come. So let's win this one, New York Jets. I'm not a New York Jets fan. I want the Jets to win this one, though, over the Bills. I think it's going to be a little bit of a low-scoring game. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have his best game of his career. Obviously not, but still plays well enough. Brees Hall, see a little bit of him. Davin Cook, I think, gets majority of the carries. Jets, too much for the Bills in this one. And that's Squared Sports NFL Game Day. Still more to come. Let's Squared Sports and Lane Frank, episode 135. Now, top five. This week's top five is my top five NFL bold predictions this upcoming season. Let's hop into it. Let's go on number five. Let's get bold. Is this year the Cowboys year? Absolutely not. This is not the Cowboys year. This is the Cowboys year where they say, hey, Dak Prescott is not that guy. Maybe we need a draft quarterback. Maybe we need to turn to Trey Lance. Do we go Cooper Rush? Dak Prescott has his worst season as the Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback. And I think they're a great team outside of Dak Prescott. So they need to figure that out. Dak Prescott, this is his last season in Dallas. Sure, he can lead you to a playoff game. He can't win you one. That one against the Bay Buccaneers last year, a fluke in my opinion. And when you have one of the best running backs in the game in Tony Pollard, one of the best receiving course, a great tight end group, and an outstanding defense, you gotta win Super Bowls. You gotta win championships. NFC championships, division championships, and then world championships. And I don't know if Dak Prescott can do that for you. So that's number five. Number four, the Lions have a very... Successful season. They win over 10 games. Jared Goff kind of pushes Henny Hooker to the side. Says, hey, you're not taking my job. We're very close in age. And I've been starting for years in this league. I'm a former number one overall draft pick. I'm that guy. Not you. We're going to win a lot of football games. I'm going to play well. That's what Jared Goff is saying right now. Dan Campbell might bite your kneecap off. Might do something else. He's going to coach a great football team. Penny Sewell, watch out for him on the offensive line. David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, good running back core. And then the wide receivers. I'm on the Ross St. Brown. Josh Reynolds, really good receiving core. Defense, led by Aiden Hutchinson this season. Let's see him have another breakout year. Malcolm Rodriguez is linebacker. I like the Lions to have a breakout year. Number four, Lions win a lot of games. Maybe they even win that division. Number three, Jalen Hurts is your NFL MVP for this season. That's what you're going to be hearing in February, the night before the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts is your 
MVP this season, in my opinion. I think he has a great season. Would have won it last year. I think if the Eagles win 12 to 14 games, it's a no-brainer. It's going to be Jalen Hurts. They don't have a great running back core right now. Maybe that can change if they get Jonathan Taylor, but they don't have him right now. So Jalen Hurts, I think he has a breakout season yet again. Jalen Hurts, great last season. Going to have another great season this year. Let's go Jalen Hurts, NFL MVP, number three. Number two, our two conference champion winners are going to be the Kansas City Chiefs out of the AFC. And then for the NFC, we're going to have the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to have a rematch of that Super Bowl from a few years ago down in Miami. But this time, I think we're going to have a different outcome. This year, number one, bold hot take. 49ers fans, I told you, stick around. Hopefully you're still sticking around. San Francisco 49ers, your Super Bowl champions. Brock Purdy, amazing. I think if they had Brock Purdy all last season, they could have won the Super Bowl. They have the conference championship game. They might win the Super Bowl. They probably would have won that game against Philadelphia, in my opinion. He didn't lose as starting quarterback. He's not going to lose many games this year, in my opinion. He's going to end up a world champion. Brock Purdy leads the 49ers to be world champions. Great running game. Christian McCaffrey, Kyle Shanahan as the head coach. He's going to put together a great game plan for all those guys. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, amazing offensive line. Nick Bosa, other amazing players in the defense. Watch out for a guy on special teams. My Michigan guy, Jake Moody, a kicker. The 49ers, the best team in the NFL, they win the Super Bowl. That's five of my top five bold hot takes. Leave your thoughts in the comments. Now, did you know, this week's day now, it's a great one. Did you know the longest made college football kick ever was in 1976 by an Abilene Christian kicker named Ove Johansson. 69 yards out, that's the longest in college football history in 1976, and it's the longest in NFL history. So you could say the longest made in-game kick of all time was by Ove Johansson of Abilene Christian in 1976 from 69 yards out. It's a pretty great stat. That's about for you to know this week. Leave your thoughts in the comments. Now, I want to talk about tennis. Tennis is a sport that I play, my favorite sport that I play, and I'm pretty good at it. And I like to watch tennis too. So when I went to the U.S. Open this weekend, I saw a guy who I talked about earlier in this episode named Ben Shelton play. Ben Shelton won the national championship in 2022 for the Florida Gators, and then he went pro right after that. He won individual and the team national championship, so he went pro right after that. Played in the U.S. Open last year, didn't really do anything. Played in the Australian Open, and he made it to the quarterfinals, and they didn't do anything else for the rest of the year. And that's the US Open time. It's his tournament. It's the American tournament. There's a lot of great American players, and a lot of people are saying, hey, Ben Shellen can't really be that. You've got Chris Eubanks, who was a quarterfinalist at Wimbledon. You got Francis Tiafo, was semifinalist at the US Open last year. You got Tommy Paul, who just beat Carlos Alcaraz in Toronto. There's a lot of great other Americans. Taylor Fritz, he's amazing. He just lost in the quarterfinals. But there are a lot of other Americans that people thought could do well. But Ben Shellen showed that he has a rocket of a serve. I saw him play at the grandstand in the round three, and he served it 147 miles an hour, and the whole crowd was going crazy. Even his opponent's family was taking pictures of that 147 number. But that wasn't it. Then he goes against Tommy Paul and everybody saying, okay, this is it. His ride in the U.S. Open to the round 16 is over. Tommy Paul's going to shut him up and win this. That just didn't happen. Ben Shelton had a game where he had two 149 miles an hour serves. That game lasted 63 seconds. He won it in four points. Easily all off the serve. Three aces. One amazing serve outside of that. That Tommy Paul couldn't return. So he wins that match. Then he goes up against Francis Tiafo, where everybody's saying, hey, this is an amazing American. He gets the best American, maybe. Ben Shelton won that match on Arthur Ashe Stadium at night. And now he's going to have to play Novak Djokovic on Friday night in the semifinals of the U.S. Open. But let's not think about that. 
Let's think about how Ben Shelton is the most exciting player to watch in tennis right now. He's box office. He's got the great serve. He's got the great backhand. He's got the great forehand. And he's going to excite the crowd. I mean, everybody loves him. Very charismatic. You look at some of these other guys in tennis. Novak Djokovic. Maybe he gets under some people's skin. Rafael Nadal may get under some people's skin. For Ben Shelton, seems like everybody loves him. One of my favorite players to watch in his very young career. As a lefty, Ben Shelton's also a lefty. That's exciting to see. U.S. Open on fire right now. Turn your TV, the U.S. Open for the next few days. We got the U.S. Open final Sunday afternoon and then the semifinals Friday night. Stay tuned. Still more to come on Square Sports Lane Frank, episode 135. Now, College Football Showcase, my favorite sport in the world. Let's talk about College Football, everybody. We did great week one, and we're going to unpack that. But first, let me give you my scored sports top 25. Let's hop into it. Number one, keeping it the same, Michigan Wolverines. Two, Florida State. Three, Georgia Bulldogs. Four, Alabama. Roll Tide. Five, Ohio State Buckeyes. Six, Texas. Seven, USC. Notre Dame, number eight. Oregon, number nine. 10, Penn State, 11, Tennessee, 12, Washington, 13, LSU, 14, Utah, 15, Ole Miss, 16, Duke, 17, Colorado, 18, Oregon State Beavers, 19, Kansas State, 20, Oklahoma, 21, Tulane, 22, North Carolina, 23, Wisconsin, 24, Texas A&M, 25, the Clemson Tigers, everybody. Let's break it down. We had an interesting week of college football. Number one, Michigan Wolverines. Keeping that the same, Michigan, best team in the country. I like what I saw them on Saturday. Obviously, no Jim Harbaugh. They played great. Number two, Florida State. They have weapons across the field, and that's why they dominated LSU in the second half. They were down three points going to halftime, and then they ended up whooping them 45-24. Should have been 45-17. They let up in the last drive of the game. Three, Georgia. Georgia, back-to-back national champions. They're not going to win again this year, in my opinion. That's still Michigan. But Georgia, number three. Four, Alabama. Yeah, great game against Texas this weekend. Five, Ohio State. Didn't really like what I saw of them against Indiana, but they can move them up a little bit in my rankings. Six, Texas, you're moving up one spot. Again, big game this week against Alabama. Let's skip over. It's number 10. We got Penn State at number 10. They had a good showing. Night game, Drew Aller played great against West Virginia. Let's go to 14. Utah, Utah, obviously did well against Florida Gators on Thursday night. They move up to number 14. 16, Duke Blue Devils. I picked Duke to beat Clemson. That's exactly what happened. They dominated them. Love to see it. Duke, 16. 17, Colorado. I picked Colorado to beat TCU. You all call me crazy. What happened? Shadur Sanders looks like a Heisman. Travis Hunter looks like the best football player ever created. So, yeah. 17, Colorado. Let's go. 20, Oklahoma. Oklahoma put up 73 points. Shutout. We never really see Oklahoma get a shutout, so that's impressive to see right there. 73 points to nothing. That's Brett Venable's defense, and that's Oklahoma offense for you. 20, Oklahoma. 21, Tulane. You got a great game coming up this week against Ole Miss. Let's see if you can show that you're a national powerhouse. Can you make it back to New York Six Bowl? Can you be that group of five powerhouse? I'm excited to see that at Willie Fritz squad this weekend. 22, North Carolina. You dominated South Carolina, at least on the defensive end. 17 sacks all last season. Nine on Saturday night. 24, Texas A&M. Big game. Against Miami this weekend. That'll be exciting to see. 25, Clemson. And that's my top 25. Stay tuned for the hot takes of college football coming up right now. Now, my college football hot takes for the week. If you follow Score Sports on Instagram, you would have seen my hot takes. Last week, we went four of six. I'd say that's pretty good for some college football hot takes. I had Duke... Beating Clemson, that happened. I had Colorado 
being TCU, that definitely happened. I had LSU being Florida State, ugh, that didn't really happen. I had South Carolina being North Carolina, that also didn't happen. But those are the only two we missed. I had Tulane dominating South Alabama, that happened. And I had Coastal Carolina covering the spread versus UCLA, making it a little bit close, and that one happened. So, good week for college football hot takes. If you want to see the best college football analysis in the country, I consider myself maybe the best college football mind in the world. College football, my passion, as I like to say. Let's go. Six or six this week on our hot takes. First one, big game, Ole Miss versus Tulane. It's going to be a very close game, but I loved what I saw from Jackson Dart. I loved what I saw from running back Quinshawn Junkins. I love what I saw from receiver Trey Harris. He had three touchdowns looking like Randy Moss out there. And Lane Kiffin, let's get the lane train going. They get a big win over Tulane. Tulane played great. Michael Pratt, almost perfect game in South Alabama. But Ole Miss, too good for you. Let's go Ole Miss over Tulane. Colorado versus Nebraska. No, I had high hopes for both these teams. Only one of them succeed. Nebraska did terrible. Arik Gilbert got arrested, their top weapon. Jeff Sims threw three interceptions that game when they had it in the bag, pretty much. So yeah, they sold that game. Matt Rule definitely sold that game. The coaching end of things, you can't give up a 15-yard run, third and 22, to lose the game. And then they get that field goal right there to win it. So Minnesota defeating Nebraska on Saturday. I have Colorado dominating Nebraska this Saturday. It's only three-point spread. That's disrespectful. This is a good old-fashioned, old-tradition college ball rivalry. Travis Hunter and Shadur Sanders looked like Randy Moss and Tom Brady out there. I expect that to happen again this Saturday. Travis Hunter, let's see him continue his Heisman campaign. Let's see Shadur Sanders continue his Heisman campaign. Let's see Dylan Edwards continue his Heisman campaign. Dylan Edwards, four touchdowns. Travis Hunter, 110 yards, one interception. Shadur Sanders, program record, 500 yards, five touchdowns. So yeah, let's say Colorado's pretty good when you do that against the reigning Runner-ups for the national champions. That's pretty good. Colorado crushes Nebraska in this one. Texas A&M versus Miami. A&M won this game last year. I loved what I saw from A&M quarterback Connor Wagner on Saturday. Bobby Petrino, new offense coordinator for Texas A&M. Let's see how that goes. I got Texas A&M winning big over Miami in this one. A&M over Miami. Cincinnati versus Pittsburgh. This is a little bit of an under-the-radar type of game. Pitt is a big favorite. I like Cincinnati in this one. You want to know why? Former Florida quarterback Emory Jones had seven touchdowns last Saturday. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. That's a great college football game. That's a great college football player. That's a great college football performance. Let's go Cincinnati over Pittsburgh in this one. Iowa versus Iowa State. I like Iowa in this one. Hunter Deckers was supposed to be the Iowa State quarterback this season, and then he got into a little bit of trouble with gambling, so he's not their quarterback anymore. Iowa, K. McNamara, Eric Gall, like where I saw them on Saturday. They win the Battle of the Cornhole, Battle of the Cornfield in Iowa, you could say. I don't even know what that rivalry is called. Let's go Iowa over Iowa State. Kirk Ferentz gets a big win. Start out 2-0. Texas versus Alabama. The game of the week. Quinn Ewers, great college football quarterback. Could have won this game last year if he didn't get hurt. Steve Sarkeesian could have had a signature win. B.J. Robinson could have had his massive win. Nick Saban, a lot of guys from this team are lost. No more Jameer Gibbs. No more Bryce Young. No more Will Anderson. But did those guys really help you last year? It was more of the Jason McClellans. More of the other type of guys on the defense side of the ball. More of the receivers helped you guys out. Now you got a great Defensive squad, in my opinion. Even better than last year's defense. This one's led by Dallas Turner, who could be a top three pick in this year's NFL draft. Good running back court. And at quarterback, you got Jalen Monroe. Plays like Jalen Hurts. People are already comparing him to Jalen Hurts. You can say, oh, he didn't play very well against Texas A&M last year. You know what he did do? He had a third and 20, up three points, against Arkansas in the fourth quarter last year. He took that thing 70 yards to the house. Jalen Monroe, 
that is your big moment. I think you have a big moment like that again in this game. I like Alabama beating Texas at night. Roll Tide. That's part of College Ball Hot Takes. Leave your thoughts in the comments. Now, at the buzzer. And I've got a little something special right here in my hands. It's the Caleb Williams signed Heisman football. If you follow Scores Points on Instagram, you would have seen a few weeks ago I put out a giveaway that said, hey, after week one of college football, we're going to announce Caleb Williams signed Heisman winner football giveaway. It's obviously randomized. If you enter that, follow the instructions, you might have a chance to win this giveaway. Again, announced on this episode. So when I randomized the giveaway picking today, the winner was cardboard underscore is underscore life underscore 10 on Instagram. Congratulations. This ball is yours. Caleb Williams signed football. Heisman Trophy winner from last year's. Congratulations. Stay tuned. Follow Squirt Sports on Instagram for even more giveaways coming in the future. That's about for that this week. Now, best for last. Question of the day. This is question of the day is what is your biggest take heading to the NFL season? Do you have, oh, maybe the Ravens win the Super Bowl? Do you have maybe the Giants go winless? Do you have something erratic for this? That's about my question today. Leave your thoughts in the comments. That's about for Squared Sports and Lane for episode 135. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram, at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter, at Squared Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week, episode 136. Stay tuned.